Welcome to the Ruled by Magpies podcast. I'm your host Chloe and buckle up because we're about to take a wild ride through the roller coaster of my life. Empowerment is our anthem, resilience is our superpower and fabulousness is our birthright. Let's go. Hello, hello, it's a wet and rainy Yorkshire today, but spring is on the way, that's why I've got some lovely daffodils here, I'm saying this as if you can see and you can't see. This weekend I got like one drop of sunlight on my face and I got totally overexcited and then spent a full Saturday afternoon outside just blasting things. I wanted to get things like tidy and sorted right, literally I'm like... I don't want no messing about. I don't have to go out there and like clean stuff when I actually can go and sit outside and like read a book or drink a glass of wine or something. So I jet washed the patio at the front and the back of the house. Jet washed the patio furniture, scrubbed it all together. Jesus, what a workout. I didn't have any patio cleaner and I couldn't find any in the shops when I went on um, Saturday morning. So I used car shampoo. <laughs> that I had like left over because I washed my car as well and like a proper stiff brush. Does anyone have an Apple watch? Because I wear mine religiously, but I think it's got a few missing exercise categories. Seriously, I think cleaning your house should be an exercise category on Apple watch and cutting your grass as well and jet washing your patio. They should all be exercise categories on Apple watch because honestly, I see your spin class. And I raise you, me gutting and scrubbing my house in a midnight speed clean. The burnt calories, the compound exercises, the literal sweat. I go hard or go home when the mood takes me on having a deep or speed clean. And it always comes over me at like the most random times, like 11 o'clock at night or something. I'm just like, I need to gut this house or scrub the grout on this kitchen floor immediately (laughs) I don't know why that is so as part of my big spring sort out I tidied out my wardrobe too and I thought okay I'll do a bit of planet saving and get rid of some of these old clothes but rather than just chuck them like plenty of them are in really good nick and like some of it is actually quite nice stuff I'll sell them so I downloaded Vinted set up a little account and listed me wares. Oh, the girls on there are wild. Seriously, things were being favoured, people were sending me requests, it were like instantaneous, it were flying out the shelves. But let me tell you right, I just wanted rid, so I was listing things for £1.50, £2, £3, Oh, the requests were madness. I had people offering me like £1.20 for an item I listed for what £1.50. Like, hey, I know you wanted £1.50, but will you take £1.20? Like, seriously, hon, I'm trying to save the planet, not turn a profit. Just save the admin time and pay the 30p. It was insane. Has anyone ever done a car boot sale? Because it were like being at a car boot sale, but online. The hagglers have all migrated to Vinted with the death of car boots, I think. I used to love a good car boot. They're so nostalgic, aren't they? They remind me of childhood, that's why. When I was little, me and my sister were obsessed with the movie Grease. 
if anybody knows my sister, like, yes, my sister, the goth, was, <laughs> was obsessed with Greeks. Anyway, we watched it, like, every single day, but the tape stopped working. There were some jokes made about us wearing it out, and we'd watched it so much, but I personally, to this day, think it was sabotaged on purpose. <laughs> Probably adults sick of hearing, Grease lightning, go, grease lightning. <laughs> oh, I, I weren't, I'm going to try and not sing this week after I was singing about wine last week, but what can I say? It's who I am. So, anyway, we ended up getting a new videotape of Grease from a car boot sale, but unbeknownst to us, until we started watching it, it was in German, but it didn't stop us watching it because the songs were still in English. Oh. The first CDs I ever bought from a car boot too, they were like the ones that people burn themselves. At. Do they call them pir like pirated CVs? Is that CDs? Is that a thing? CV is something totally different. Pirated CDs. I don't know if that's what you would call them, but that's what they were. They weren't like real genuine CDs. The first CD I bought was Miss Dynamite. You know the song? Miss Dynamite <laughs> I feel like a 30 year old OAP reminiscing on that absolute banger of a tune it's gonna play inside my brain rent free for a week now probably unlock some memories I didn't even know I had oh she had some good songs she did her other song too it takes more love it go listen to it if you're around my age or even if you're not, to be honest, <laughs> the R&B and hip hop from the late 90s, early noughties was the best. <laughs> so back to Vinted, the online car boot sale. Honestly, I had people messaging me, will this fit me? I'm five foot four. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm five foot one and you can see in the picture how it fits me. And this girl were like, okay, so do you think it will be normal length on me or ankle length on me? And at this point, honestly, my fucking brain was itching. I'm just thinking, what? how am I supposed to know? And what is normal length? Like, I know what ankle length is, but what is normal length? Uh, how am I meant to know? Seriously, it's two quid, love. If, it, if you want it, have it. If you don't, stop messaging me. If it don't fit, cut it up and use it to clean your windows of summer. I am not bothered, but God... The plot thickens, right? <laughs> Vinted, the gift that keeps on giving. I started getting creepy messages from a bloke referring to me as mistress and asking me if I had matching underwear for some of the items I was selling. I, I cannot deal. I actually cannot deal. There are even sex pests on Vinted. I can't even sell some secondhand clothes on Vinted without getting sexually harassed by a man. It reminded me of that meme where you block your ex on everything and they message you on eBay. And it's not funny, but it's funny because it's true, isn't it? Like people say, oh, women need to stop moaning and you're too serious about all this equality stuff and what even is patriarchy? And then I've got a fucking sex pest messaging me on Vinted when I'm trying to sell my secondhand supermarket bought dress for £1.50. I just read it and I thought, oh, fuck off, William, give me a break. Honestly, I've not been able to run outside for the last five months because it's too pissing dark before and after work to run, the risk of getting bloody attacked. 
and now I can't even sit on my sofa and list my bastard clothes online. Give me a break. Oh. Outside a scrubbing patio, falling into a hole of naughty's R&B, which I'm probably going to do straight after recording this, <laughs> and being driven up the wall for a grand total of £11.50 on Vinted. I've been working really hard this week on my CIC lift, um, making some changes and developing some projects as part of those changes and thinking about where those changes came from and how I've sort of come to the place I am now with Lyft as opposed to the place I was at six months ago or even six weeks ago. I thought it might be beneficial to talk about that process. So I'm going to talk about feeling stuck feeling lost, feeling directionless and the unexpected twists and turns we can take coming out of that, sort of how we get ourselves out of that really. And whilst I talk about this from the perspective of running my business um, on this occasion, I think it's honestly applicable across a real wide range of circumstances. Like we all feel stuck, lost or directionless sometimes, don't we? And whether that's due to a change in circumstances, um, a loss of motivation, or simply feeling overwhelmed by the multitude of options in front of us, it's quite natural to feel adrift. However, I think the most important thing to remember as you get through these times is that feeling lost doesn't mean you're doomed to stay that way forever. In fact, it can be an opportunity for growth and self-discovery. First thing when you're feeling lost or stuck is that it's crucial to take a step back and reflect on your values and priorities. Ask yourself what truly matters to you in life, both personally and professionally. What are the things that bring you joy, fulfillment and a sense of purpose? And by reconnecting with your core values, you can start to gain some clarity on what direction you want to move in and what goals really align with your authentic self. And I talk about this in a lot more detail in episode four and in episode one. So if you are really interested in how to discover and connect with your values, I really recommend like taking a listen to those episodes. And for me, this is what I really sat and did with Lyft recently. I asked myself what truly matters to me in life, personally and professionally, and what brings me a sense of joy, fulfillment and purpose. And whilst Lyft was set up as an events facilitation company, it always had two core focuses and they were supporting women impacted by male violence and creating economic opportunities for women. And that's why at our events, we've always paid contributors and speakers from marginalised communities and we have hired in local contributors and speakers as well. We ran sessions that focused around economic opportunity and whether that was about inspiring a passion or giving attendees an opportunity to um, try or learn a new skill or even more focused sessions like countering sexist interview questions. It always was a core focus to create those economic opportunities um, 
inspire economic opportunities and support women and these are the things that matter to me professionally and personally and it's the success from these things seeing other women thrive and helping them to know their worth and rebuild their lives after um, trauma that gives me a sense of joy fulfillment and purpose and somewhere along the way in events facilitation, I became so wrapped up in the event management side of things, I sort of lost focus on my values, purpose and joy. And so it felt really good to actually sit and reflect and recenter this as I started to ask, okay, what next? Once you're clear on your values and priorities, you can take stock of your current situation what aspects of your life, career or business are serving you well and what areas do you feel are lacking? Are there any obstacles or challenges that are preventing you from moving forward? And by honestly evaluating where you are right now, you can identify areas for improvement and pinpoint specific goals that will help you progress towards a more fulfilling future. And this bit really does take honesty, time and deep reflection I've said it before but it's about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable I use the grow model quite a lot to do this um, and that stands for goal reality options and way forward and the section that we're really talking about now is the reality section of that what is really happening right now get real and talk about the present what is working and what is not working? What are you doing that is holding you back? If you head to my HR consultancy website, which is www.onesourcehr.co.uk, you can, uh, sorry, I felt like I sounded like an advert when I was saying that. Do you know, www. <laughs> if you head there, I'm not trying to sell you anything, it's free. You can download for free a sheet of 80 coaching questions which are in the Grow Model format. So if you're not sure where to start or you perhaps need some prompts to start having real self-reflection on reality, that resource is completely free and it's a great place to start. So what was happening in the present with Lyft was that we were trying to facilitate events requiring very specific expertise and collaboration. And this expertise and collaboration was really difficult to access, create and deliver, especially since we were reaching out to service providers like national charities and their local subsidiaries that through no fault of their own, simply don't have the capacity for community work because they are totally underfunded and overwhelmed with demand it didn't feel right to fake it and try to deliver on expert topics ourselves which we had no expertise qualification or lived experience of that would not deliver impact to our community and didn't align with our values at all and so by trying to actually cater to a wider audience by addressing a wide range of topics through our events we were reaching less women than we could with a narrower scope of delivery that had less inhibitors to success because we weren't dependent on 
these other collaborators to bring our events to life. Another really helpful way of figuring out where you are right now is to use a SWOT analysis. So SWOT stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities and Threats. I honestly think this is such a versatile tool. And you might think, okay, corporate jargon, boring. But seriously, you can use it in so many circumstances. So when I was thinking about the new direction with Lyft and scoping it out, I sat and thought about the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats um, pertaining to the new proposition. And this tells me not only if the new proposition is viable, but also what challenges I might encounter. What are the weaknesses? What are the threats? How can I anticipate them and what can I do about it? So then when I'm setting out my goals, I'm already in the mindset of, okay, this is going to be challenging, but I know what the challenges look like. I've anticipated them and I know how I can overcome them, how I can adapt and what I need to do to get through them. You can do a SWOT analysis, for example, if you're thinking of a new career or job move. Mm, Right now, I'm a barista, but I want to become a midwife. (laughs) Big career change. No doubt that's going to be challenging. What are the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats? Well, the strengths are going to be my improved happiness, earnings, quality of life and satisfaction when I qualify in my new career. The weaknesses are perhaps in reduced earnings whilst you study okay, what opportunities do you have here to overcome them? Well, you work as a barista at the moment and perhaps there's part-time workers quite regularly there and maybe you can talk to your existing employer about flexible working and reducing your hours to keep some income whilst you study and get a student loan as well. So perhaps it's, it's more viable than you think you need to explore some of those opportunities. And the threats, okay, so a threat could be that you haven't done anything academic for a while and you don't know if you'll even get onto the course or even succeed if you do, but let's make a plan to address that and investigate it. Everything seems overwhelming until we break it down into those much smaller and manageable chunks And whilst lots of things I talk about might seem to some of you to be just corporate words, they really are simple methods of organising your life and thriving beyond the constraints of demotivation, overwhelm and directionless that many people just live with as if it's normal. The next step is to set clear and achievable goals and they're really essential for refocusing your direction and creating a sense of purpose you can build on this from the SWOT analysis because it's helped you to anticipate what the challenges will be so you know what you need to plan for to achieve a goal you could use um, SMART goals so that stands for being specific measurable achievable relevant and time bound it's a good way to structure goals effectively So instead of having vague aspirations like be more successful, find happiness, 
you break them down into concrete objectives and actionable steps. So if being more successful or finding happiness means advancing your career, you might set a SMART goal like complete a professional development course within the next six months or network with at least five industry professionals this quarter. It's very specific. You've got um, a number or a key, key, um, like key indicator to tell you if specifically you're achieving it. It's measurable. Hopefully you've set it to be achievable. It's relevant to being more successful and finding happiness. And it's time bound. You know within what time frame you want to achieve it. A weakness that I identified for Lyft was that we have limited network links with local organisations, um, charities, third sector and private sector organisations alike, really. And we need these connections for our employment readiness programmes so that we can successfully onboard people um, and deliver them. So I knew that a goal has to be for me to network with more people and build connections. So breaking that down further, I've committed to calling three people a week, just three people every week. It's way out of my comfort zone to cold call anybody and I knew this would be a stumbling block. So to overcome my stumbling block, I wrote a script for my cold call and I asked a friend who's got a career in sales to practice with me to sort of like rate my script, um, give me some constructive feedback on my approach, for them to give me some ob objections and help me to practice how to handle objections. I'm a HR professional, right? Not a salesperson. But I'm not going to let that mean that I can't achieve this goal. Really a couple of final things. Stay open-minded and willing to pivot when necessary. And remember that detours often lead to new and exciting destinations. If you have committed and you are consistently following through with your objectives and you aren't moving to where you need to be, you might need to shake things up. And this is what I felt a little bit like with Lyft. And I have many times in my career over the years, to be honest, I'm not a tree. I can move if I don't like something, if something is not working I have the power to move, to shake things up, to change. And so do you, because you're not a tree either. <laughs> you simply have to be willing to stay open. The final thing is creating accountability. Some people are good at holding themselves accountable. And most of the time, I am one of those people, right? I hold myself to pretty high standards and I work in a very structured way in many areas of my life to deliver on goals for myself but not everyone finds that easy and admittedly I don't always too for example I've been training splits and handstands for a while now and I know how to stretch for splits you know I've gone to loads of classes for it now could I stay at home and train my splits every Saturday yes but would I probably not <laughs> Going to a class with an instructor, instructor 
gives me that accountability to consistently do it every week. They are holding me accountable, like without even knowing it, their classes holding me accountable to my goals. Navigating through periods of uncertainty and change can be really challenging, but you don't have to go it alone. Reach out to friends, family members, mentors, or if it's accessible to you and affordable, maybe even consider a professional coach for support and guidance. Surround yourself with people who believe in you and encourage you to pursue your goals. Having a support system in place can make all the difference in staying focused and resilient during challenging times when we need to shake things up, recenter, refocus and move ourselves and our aspirations in a new direction. I now have so much clarity over where Lyft is going, our purpose, our mission, our values. I've got three long-term and um, two short-term goals and they're broken down into real manageable chunks of what, how, when. I feel reinvigorated, you know, motivated and flipping excited. And you can feel like that as well. Thank you for joining me for this week's RBM instalment. Oh, and by the way, I have loved all your messages from episode seven, What Do You Call a Male Gold Digger? And it transpires that none of us know. None of us have an answer. But perhaps I'll share some of the answers I have had and the discussions it sparked in next week's pod. So don't forget to drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at um, ruled by magpies, dead simple. So yeah, drop me a message and share what you think because I'm dying to get an answer for this. What do you call a male gold digger? Ciao, ciao.